This is Wisconsin's Weekend Morning News. Here's Sandy Max. Good morning. I am Sandy Max in for Libby Collins today. How are you doing? Hi, Miss Jessica. How are you doing? Oh, I am doing well. That's for everyone. I know. (laughs) You looked at me like, well, I'm doing well. (laughs) How was your Saturday? My Saturday was nice. Spent a lot of time outside. It was gorgeous. It was one of those, for the first day of autumn, it it delivered. Yes. I went to a fall fest at Hillside Coffee House in Oak Creek. Fun to just roam tent, pop-up tents full of art, and I just stumbled across it. And there are so many other activities going on. Nice. Did you have any fall-themed eats like apples and pumpkin yet? (laughs) Um, I will confess that I did have a pumpkin spice latte yesterday. I gave in. I was going to have just a regular coffee. I'm like, oh, it is fall. But that's the the first first day of fall happened. Yeah. It's fine It's the first one for me. Have you given in to the PSL yet? Not yet. Not yet. Is your time coming? Perhaps. Maybe I'll make like a pumpkin cake or something. Oh, now that that sounds much better. That sounds much better. Well, Libby, uh, Libby, listen to that. Libby is out today, but uh, Jessica Gatso and I are here. Jessica is going to keep an eye on the news. And uh, our game Green Bay game day coverage starts at 9. So spend this September Sunday morning with us together. Till then, we'll keep an eye on the news, on your weather. We're also going to check in with Milwaukee Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Mark Cass. Uh, But right now, it it was a heck of a week in news, Jessica, as you know. Now we're going to recap that week, the latest American Family Field funding proposal, a mental lapse causes a highway headache, and the UAW strike expands, and more. It is the Week in Review right now, brought to you by Outdoor Unlimited. million will be the Brewers' contribution in the latest stadium funding package proposed by the Wisconsin legislature. This agreement requires an ironclad commitment from the Brewers that they cannot leave until 2050. It is interesting to speculate what possibly could be developed. It's not imminent, and it's not our focus now. Mayor Johnson tells WTMJ he's got some concerns about the GOP proposal introduced on Monday. The fact that Milwaukee once upon a time had representation on the, on the stadium district board and now in this new configuration does not even though we're paying a tax. Abortions will resume at this Planned Parenthood location on Water Street. We're told appointments have already been scheduled and treatment will begin again later this morning. We actually have pro-life bills that will be in a Senate committee just this week. Those medical providers are being extremely brave to be able to open their doors. The Tacos and Tequila Festival, which featured tacos, tequila, as it should, and... A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. There was one interesting moment, though, that did happen between two fans. A wonderful missed connection. I was checking you out and noticed, uh-oh, uh-oh. your fly was down. Stop! Won't somebody please think of the children? On our Tri-County Contracting Hotline is Gary Sinise. Welcome. You're brewers. Yes. <laughs> now, and now you're Cubs. Are you going to do some? Are yeah. we going to make a friendly wager? <laughs> Let's see what happens. I, I, uh, I congratulate you on a great team there. I love you, Jenny. Johnson & Sons paving time saver traffic alert. Westbound I-94 is closed at 35th Street due to a truck that hit the overpass. Mayor Cavalier Johnson unveiling his proposed budget for 2024 to the Common Council this morning. When I presented a budget to this council a year ago, my tone was quite different. 
Our prospects were worrying. One year has made a world of difference. Local UAW 75 in Milwaukee says on social media they are going on strike. One of the big three automakers behind Jeep, Ram, and Chrysler brands has proposed to close multiple parts distribution centers, including in Milwaukee. There's a bird on the outfield grass. It's a baby bird. It's not able to fly away. I don't know how it got there. This is an inning for the birds. Nah, nah, it's not funny. I'm not laughing. Governor Tony Evers calling a special session today for the Wisconsin State Legislature. I just wish today had a little bit just more oomph to it. So hear me out here. So, you know, maybe ramp it up a little bit. Bring in one of those wooden fish. Right? (laughs) I mean, if you really want to be memorable, maybe Boss brings in the the (laughs) mouth harp. In a downer of an announcement... The historic Eastside Theater confirming that it's closed its doors. Movie lovers that were caught by surprise, though, may be heartened to know that the end of one era brings the possible start to another. We would just be absolutely thrilled to see what we can do to continue to foster cinematic experiences and community development and engagement. I think we have very strong, very strong A Capitol Hill sales pitch from Ukraine's president today. After 35 days of spending day and night outside of this gas station, the family of Isaiah Allen say the first step in getting justice for their loved one is done. I feel like our hard work didn't go unanswered. What a week. It's a chick. Take care and goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. The Weekend Review is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And another fun thing happening in our city that I would love to know if you are taking part in. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is open at 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. 855-616-1620. Are you participating in Doors Open Milwaukee? I've got a few friends who went out and about and enjoyed. I love, if you love Doors Open, you love Doors Open. My friend David Kay, he makes a whole spreadsheet so he can get to as many of these free buildings that you can explore. Whether it's City Hall, there are churches, art galleries, firehouses, hotels, bars, the Stone Creek Coffee Factory. There are so many spaces you can enjoy absolutely free. You can even treat it like a free museum day because the milwaukee art museum is free today from 10 till 5 the charles alice art museum uh the harley davidson museum the garage there is what's open there the Haggerty museum of art which is usually free on marquette's campus one of my favorite spaces the groman museum at the milwaukee school of engineering it's the building where if you look up there are huge larger than life-size sculptures of people working whether it's with a shovel, whether it's building, uh, it's hard hats, it's it's really impressive. So you can go up to that rooftop gallery and enjoy those sculptures. They're just massive. Jewish Museum Milwaukee is open today as well for free, all part of Doors Open. It's a hundred over 130 spaces that you can explore. And did you realize we have a Milwaukee Fire Museum? That's at 1615 West Oklahoma. It is your chance to really... Be nosy and snoop around and see some buildings that you can really take pride in in our city. And uh, one of our teammates here, one of my uh, best pals at Good Karma Brands, uh, her name's Angela. She was all around. She went to Milwaukee PBS yesterday and went to the We Energies Public Service Building, got a tour of the Fister, and even got to tour the Federal Courthouse, which is pretty special to get inside there because you normally can't take pictures in the courtrooms. 
because obviously that sort of business is going on in there. And they've kicked it up a notch this year. Historic Milwaukee, who puts on Doors Open Milwaukee, uh, has a bingo card, which is in itself a work of art. There is a, a local printer called The Bindery, and made this really pretty bingo card. And if you win at bingo, you could win a neon light shaped like the Hone Bridge. That would be perfect for your man cave or your ultimate Milwaukee decor. Uh, the interactive map, if you want to plan your trip, because there are a lot of buildings open between 10 and 5 today, doorsopenmilwaukee.org. And it's really handy because it has an interactive map. Because for the Packers game, for me, I'm going to go watch it at the Newport in Bayview. So I did my research. So I went to their interactive map at doorsopenmilwaukee.org. And it means that I can make a stop at Bayview Printing Company on Howell before I go to the Packers game. And at random, one of the most legendary cocktail bars ever is open until 5 to take a tour inside. If you've never been, it is one of the most ultimate Milwaukee experiences to go to at random. It's one of my favorite spots. I don't know if you can order the uh, Tiki Love Bowl before 5 o'clock, but you can try. And if you love that type of kitschy, cool cocktail bar, Bryant's is also open. And if you go to the second floor on Bryant's, they have this like velvet wallpaper that I'm always a fan of. I don't know if you can touch it or not, but these are those really, truly unique Milwaukee spaces that maybe you've always heard about and never been to. And you're like, I don't want to go out late at night to see these cool bars. Take the chance to do that. And I'm telling you, if you love art, the Maya Gallery at the Ave here, uh, at the Grand, what used to be Grand Avenue, but the Avenue, that is open. Uh, like I said, the Milwaukee Art Museum, the Milwaukee Ballet's Baumgartner Center, which was just... Uh, a completely new space that was built just a few years ago. You can go to that. It's got beautiful an atrium and, and spaces there. Uh, Retrospect is one of the most unique, artful, creative spaces we have in Milwaukee. It's on Vienna Avenue. It's open from 10 to 5 today. Retrospect is this combination of creativity and kind of throwing it back to uh, old technology. They refurbish and preserve Polaroid cameras which to functionality, which is cool. And they also refurbish old Walkmans, which makes me happy as well. If you've never been to the St. Kate Arts Hotel, which, again, it is free to walk through the lobby anytime. But this is one of those excuses just to finally kind of go if you haven't been. And a lot of churches are on the list. St. Paul's Episcopal Church, St. Augustine of Hippo Church, St. Hyacinth, Hyacinth Roman Catholic Church, St. John's on the Hillside Evangelical Lutheran, St. Lucas Evangelical Lutheran, and... One of the most beautiful buildings that I'll bet you drive by a lot on I-94 is the Basilica. Absolutely beautiful. So take your uh, opportunity to poke around, sniff around, and, uh, and, and get inside Story Hill Firehouse or Turner Hall or one of the galleries that you've been always meaning to go to. Also, Villa Terrace Decorative Art Museum. It's going to be a beautiful day to stroll through there and look out onto the lake. Also, the War Memorial Center also open today. So make your plans. DoorsOpenMilwaukee.org. Uh, we also have some articles about it on WTMJ.com. But don't miss out on this chance to snoop around from 10 until 5 today. Doors Open Milwaukee. This Journal Editor-in-Chief, Mark Cass. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sandy. 
You are How are you on, doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. And you are on the pulse of what's happening. And national news now hitting close to home on yeah. Friday. United Auto Workers members walking out of a Stellantis factory on strike. What are the details of that development and how it impacts he- us? You know, really interesting here, you know, we thought this was a national story, and obviously here it's hitting home locally. So about 100 employees walked off on Friday morning about 11 o'clock, are on strike, or are actually out on the picket lines, and, you know, arguing for the same things that, that other national workers are doing. So, you know, here's something I said locally. I don't think a lot of people knew about this plant. It's a it's a parts plant uh, uh, here in Milwaukee, about 100 employees represented through the union. And they'll be on strike now until this thing gets settled, which who knows could happen the next few days, could happen in the next few months. You really don't know when these things go on. But this is a big deal for the economy. It's a big deal for other companies. Kind of the runoff effect of this is that there are a lot of auto, you know, kind of there are a lot of companies who actually help the auto companies with, you know, and the parts they make and other things. So this will have a runoff effect on the economy and other companies. But here we are seeing our first really local impact of of employees hit by this. Well, did you find this as a surprise? I mean, you were just talking about how unexpected and unpredictable this is. I don't know that I expected us to be affected right here in Wisconsin. You know, we knew about this plant earlier in the week. You know, obviously, we obviously before this we did, and you know, we knew it was on a list that could potentially be closed. So yeah, you know, I mean, there could be. You know, anytime you're involved with a strike, and there's obviously the union against management, things happen unexpectedly. But to see them out on the picket line, you know, I mean, it's rare nowadays to see a strike like this. But to see the, you know, to see that happening here in Milwaukee, I mean, it really hits home hard. Some of the other biggest news of the week was the $700 million Republican plan, the proposal to fund long-term maintenance at American Family Field. What has been the business reaction to that news? You know, really interesting, Sandy. I mean, I've heard a lot of uh, really, really strong response in favor of it. A lot of people who, you know, really think about the economic impact of the brewers whether it's on hotels, whether it's on restaurants, whether it's just on the fans who come here, whether it's from Chicago, Cincinnati, St. Louis. Just think about that, whether it's the concerts they hold out there. So really, the economic impact of the brewers is huge and is well-recognized, through obviously, through a lot of the business executives. On the other hand, I did hear some opposition to this, probably probably more so than you think. And we actually have a poll on our website where it's running about 60% against. Uh, because, there, I mean, there's that long-running thing against, Having the public help with these stadiums, help with the owners, help with the athletes who make millions and millions of dollars. So you're hearing that. You're also the other thing I'm hearing is kind of why only Milwaukee? You know, you have a plan here which which involves the state, but yet only involves Milwaukee and Milwaukee County, not other communities who were involved. Remember in the original plan for Miller Park. Now it's just Milwaukee, Milwaukee County, Kim, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee County really afford this. So I think the next few months are going to be very interesting. There's going to be a lot of negotiations. The aldermen and the county supervisors have already come out against this. You know, kind of what will happen, what kind of negotiations will happen. I think in the end it gets, I mean, it will get accomplished, Sandy, I do, but it's going to be kind of thing I've been saying along. It's going to be hard to watch. Kind of like when you watch, kind of when you watch them kind of make the, make the food or the, or the kind of the sausage. You don't <laughs> like watching it, right? But you like eating it. Hopefully in the end we'll be happy with what's kind of here kind of accomplished. And hopefully, uh, there will be a lot of communication, and it won't take too long to resolve yes. this. And one of the more interesting ideas, I thought, especially for the business community, is Milwaukee yes. Mayor Cavalier Johnson has been really kind of pushing for development to happen in American Family yep. Fields parking lots to help increase the sales tax that's happening to pay for the project. How likely do you think that is to occur? I think this one's going to be really interesting to watch because you have the mayor, obviously, who has, who has a very strong stance here, really, really thinks it can happen. You've seen it happen. Kind of look downtown. 
look what's going on around the arena, right kind of downtown with the, you know, with the brewery and with the hotel across the street and the other retail that's right around the arena. And how successful really has been there. You've seen it up in Green Bay with the hotel and the brewery, and the brewery up there and the restaurants around Lambeau Field. You see it in other areas of the country. It's been very successful. Here in Milwaukee, it's never happened. You know, I mean, I'm going to kind of age myself here and think back kind of when, when the whole thing was being kind of spoken about in the 1990s, kind of where to build it. It, was, it actually happened out at the current site as a way to really control that area, control control the cars that park there, offer them the opportunity, but also to control the revenue. Think about that. Where do you go eat at a game kind of on your way out there? There's really nothing around there that you can walk to, right? I mean, other than the bars of a Blue Mound. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot right on the property. So, I mean, the brewers control all the revenue from parking. They control all the revenue from eating, all the revenue from retail. So it's a good money thing for them. So the brewers have, you know, have really held on to that and, you know, have said, and it is true, our, our fans like to tailgate. There is no doubt about that. But I think the mayor is looking for a compromise. I mean, compromise in the sense of, is there a way that you could have some development out there, whether it's hotel or retail, yet still have the cars come in and still have the tailgating that goes on? So I think that's going to be a real interesting conversation over the next couple of weeks because the mayor, obviously, he hasn't said that. He's going to support this yet. So the brewers and, and, and all the legislators kind of need him. So, you know, it'll be really interesting to watch this kind of play out. Definitely. Well, from the ballpark to the big screen, Milwaukee's east side has a landmark yeah. cinema, the Downer Theater. And it really was a sudden announcement that they closed this week. What was behind that closure? You know, really interesting. I, you know, I mean, nothing has been said about why now, because they obviously have been, there's been kind of rumors about them closing for months. You know, it happened now, I think. What I've been hearing is that, you know, we may soon and kind of this, kind of the story that came out the next few days was that um, for the operator of the Oriental, which is which is Milwaukee Film, who obviously runs the film fest in town, is is in discussions about acquiring it, about operating it, kind of what they kind of what they have at the Oriental, which has worked worked out really well. So I think lo- hopefully long term it'll reopen it and become a, a very active theater again. I think, you know, movies kind of movie theaters in general, it's. It's been a hard couple of years. Think about think of a harder thing to run than a movie theater during COVID. Clearly, you know, clearly they close and they open with with few people, and you know, have a lot of people gone. Have they come into the theaters again? Not really. You know, it's so easy to watch things at home. So to run a single theater like that has really been difficult. So I think hopefully long term the community hopes that something happens for the reopening of that site. Mark Cass from the Milwaukee Business Journal, Editor-in-Chief. Keep up with all the important local business stories with the Milwaukee Business Journal and online at bizjournals.com. Thank you, Mark. Always good to talk to you, and I'll talk to you next week, Sandy. You got it. The following is a paid presentation. Advice and opinions expressed during the Sunday sip are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. Hey, this is WTMJ Steve Scavitti, host of WTMJ Now, heard every Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on WTMJ. And this is the Sunday Sip. Welcome to Eric Jansen, Director of Operations for Panoramic CBD. Welcome. Thank you, Steve. So we've talked on the show before about the difference. You hear a lot about CBD products. Mm-hmm. I know the story, but I want you to tell our audience the story. What's What makes your brand, Panoramic CBD, so different? Well, we control the entire process. We handpicked the seeds out west, planted them ourselves in the fertile soils of uh, Watoma in central Wisconsin. 
and we farm, process, bottle, and ship the products all ourselves. We have a state-of-the-art lab, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. We test all of our products, make sure that what it says on the bottle is what you're actually getting. So our goal from the start was to bring honesty to the CBD industry. I love your one of your slogans, soil to oil. Explain what that means. Well, basically, exactly what it says. Uh, we literally planted the seeds in the soil, and we see it all the way through to the finished product in the CBD oil and the other products we make, the whole panoramic process, if you will. I've talked about my use of CBD. I've used the ointments. I've used the, the drops. Um, I want you to focus on this question that I get a lot when people ask me about my CBD use is, what can it help people with? And I know there's a broad range of things that it right. can address. Yeah, everyone's a little bit different, but we've seen the most success of our product with inflammation, pain, and anxiety relief. Uh, and also, in turn, being able to sleep, uh, which is a big one. The terpenes and the cannabinoids in the hemp plant, a lot of them are, in, by nature, they're anti-inflammatory. So um, rather than popping a... Uh, pill. Um, some people even have been able to stop taking very strong pain medicines and have instead used a natural product, uh, CBD, to to help with that. Eric Jansen, Director of Operations for Panoramic CBD, joining us on the Sunday Sip. One of the things I've used it for is my knee. I've had knee operations, and it, 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 you know, there's always a little legacy pain left that ointments or the drops, they can take away that, that slight pain and get you back to a more normal feeling. And it's not just for seniors. It's for anyone really 18 and older. Right, yeah. Really, any, any adult can benefit from it. Um, certainly not everyone has to take CBD, but um, I know I told you on the show if this was kind of a in a pill form, I think everyone would probably be taking this. The problem is it's not really easily broken down by the body if it's in a pill form. It's most effectively taken sublingually under the tongue. Uh, so that's that's why we don't carry the pills. We did at one time, but we just didn't really see much of a benefit to our customers. And right now, you offer using the, the code promo code Steve20 at PanoramicCBD.com. You can get that uh, bonus discount. Yep, we'll be running that the whole time we're partnering with you, so it'll be 20% off. Uh, you can use it on the first time you order with us. And uh, with every order, I always send out an additional promo code to the to each customer. So there's we're uh, all about giving the best deal for the best product. You're listening to Sunday Sip on WTMJ. One of the things you mentioned when you joined the program uh, last week or so was the impact on pets. Sure. That's a big one. It is. Uh, we've seen maybe the best results with pets, uh, cats and dogs, mostly dogs. Um, they don't need much, and it makes a huge difference. Uh, I guess if you if you have a pet that has anxiety, maybe they're scared of fireworks, loud noises, maybe they're in pain, they might even have some sort of disease that that causes them distress, uh, why not try a natural method to to relieve that for that animal. That that market's expanding every day, right? Yeah, and um, if you missed us at PetFest uh, Saturday, you can catch us at HempFest on October 1st or obviously visit our website, panoramiccbd.com. Before we let you get out of here on Sunday Sip, I want to ask you about your, some of your product lines, some of the things that people could look for when they, when they go to your website. Sure, we carry everything from the oils, and there's a lot of different flavors. We're always playing around with different combinations. Uh, our best sellers are the mint, the almond, the maple is a huge one. That's a new one. It tastes just like pancakes. It's great. And uh, we've actually introduced a pumpkin spice line that we're playing around with. 
And uh, for pets, we are now adding bacon. Uh, so they're going crazy Who doesn't crazy love bacon? That. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on a Sunday. One of our owners actually prefers the bacon <laughs> flavor for himself. So Oh, that, that is wild. We're talking to Eric Jansen, Director of Operations for Panoramic CBD. Promo code Steve20, 20% off on your purchases. Um, one of the other questions that people ask me uh, when you were on the show is, so if you've used other CBD products, what's different? You may have used CBD before. Uh, and not gotten a benefit from it. Um, that could very well be because the company that you tried was all out lying about what's in the product. There may have uh, not been near the CBD content that they're that they're saying. Uh, also, everyone has a different endocannabinoid system. So some people need very little CBD to to feel a difference. Some people need a lot. It just it varies from person to person. Good stuff. CBD, panoramic CBD, to be specific. Promo code Steve20, 20% off on your purchases. The website, panoramiccbd.com. Thanks for joining us on the Sunday Sip. Eric Jansen. Thanks for having me.